right, here we are. Episode number 12. 12. Um, the, the no, uh, the no uh, stuttering streak continues. That, yeah. Uh, so already we're 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 improving under these uh, new circumstances. So why don't you tell the folks at home a little bit about what we're going to be uh, looking at today? Well, I have just been thinking about some of our past episodes, and I've been thinking about Harry Potter and my mm-hmm. immortal and Ebony. Mm-hmm. Don't you miss Ebony? Mm-hmm. Yes, very much I, so. But when we were listening to or i guess when we were reading my immortal and when you the listener because out of our millions of listeners that we have i bet you were listening to it and thinking yeah my immortal's good mm-hmm. harry potter's okay mm-hmm. i mean jk rowling is my favorite social activist obviously <laughs> <laughs> yeah very true you know what i'm gonna quickly go off topic jk rowling making all of these like allegations being like hey dumbledore actually was gay and like stuff on twitter after isn't that like the author's note of actual literature oh yeah oh wow kind of interesting Uh, uh, my favorite was when she said that like wizards just like defecated everywhere and then they would use spells to yeah there was like um Wizards don't, didn't use the the bathroom or something for a while, and they would just they would just kind of go in their pants and all over the floor, and they would just use spells to clean it up. That was my favorite take of hers. You know what? Damn, I wish I was a wizard because I just do the first half of that. And I can't do the <laughs> oh, Come on, man! <laughs> but when I was reading My Immortal and Harry Potter, I liked it, but you know, there was I something missing. It, yeah, I found it a bit too. I mean, satanic, you know, it was a little, it was kind of like it was uh, infringing on my good Christian morals. And I just wish there was something for something for a a good, a good right wing Republican, red blooded American like me who doesn't want those uh, things polluting my, my entertainment. So I know that the Venn diagram of what the hell am I reading listeners Mm -hmm. and just general people is, um, you know, Christians. We're all Christians here. What's a yes, nice... that's true. <laughs> Nelson and I are strongly Christian. I definitely. I'm actually a reverend. I don't know if you guys know I that. I too. I forgot that. <laughs> yeah. So we're very. We take it very seriously. We here, are folks. Reverend Nelson Ellis and Morgan mm-hmm. Emsley. I very forgot true. that I was a reverend. Yeah. <laughs> that's how seriously we take it around here, folks. <laughs> oh. Man, I'd love to officiate a wedding. I'd be so bad at it. It'd be awesome. I would ruin hell every day. <laughs> I would ruin their marriage. It would kind of be amazing. <laughs> um. Anyways, so I bet that you know while reading Harry Potter, everything you're like, mm, this is good, but it's missing some of that good old Christian spice. Don't find a nickel. <laughs> don't worry. I have found quite the fan fiction today. Oh, so, thank God. Yes, there is a fan fiction for it. Our prayers have been answered. So this fan fiction on fanfiction.net is called Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. <laughs> Come on. So oh the um, description of this book is, do you want your little ones to read books and they want to read Harry Potter books? But you do not want them to turn into witches? Well, this story is for you. This story has all the adventure of JKR's books, but it will not lead your children astray. From concerned mommies everywhere, blessings, grace, and 
Adding Anne at the end of any white sounding name is literally the most Christian thing you could do. Ugh, if my like name it. was Morgan Anne, <laughs> you yeah, just like, I, I just assume like having like infinity scarf, vest, <laughs> thigh high, like tan boots, and like a Starbucks. And it's me and my girlfriends, and we have like our hand on our knee, and we're like arching our back, and we're like, girls trip. I hate that. Starbies with the girls. Uh, Morgan Ann? Uh, I'd, I'd always be like, Morgan Ann what? <laughs> <laughs> Home run. So, yeah, she rewrote basically the Harry Potter book, but made it Christian. I've hmm. read about the first chapter, and it's just as horrible as this sounds. I mean, enlightening as this sounds. Well, I, I guess the one thing we won't have to worry about is there's not really going to be any graphic or disturbing content for this one. So I think it's pretty yeah. safe to go in pretty blind here. Yeah, I would think so. And I think just like the overall concept, I'm going to say it's a interesting concept with an interesting execution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I can hardly wait. Should we just dive right in? We're just going to oh, get. Let's, let's get right into it. Okay, author's note. Hello, friends. My name is Grace Ann. I'm new to this whole fanfiction thing, but recently I've encountered a problem that I believe this is the solution. My little ones have been asking to read the Harry Potter books, and of course I'm happy for them to be reading, but I don't want them turning into witches. So I thought, why not make some slight changes so these books are more family friendly? And then I thought, why not share all this with the other mommies who are facing the same problem? So ta-da, here it is. I'm so excited to share this with all of you. So without further ado... And then it gives a nice little ellipses mm -hmm. and we start our story. What is more Christian than stealing a pre-established and well-known uh, piece of work and reworking it to fit your, uh, <laughs> your view of the world? What's more Christian than that, folks? You know, Easter, oh Christmas, God. all that stuff. Oh, it's just it's ours now. And now Harry Potter. What What is more Christian? What is more uh american than that just taking something and asking for mine now oh i can't oh, wait man, i'm so excited wait. and you know what technically hot take i've never actually i think i've read maybe the first harry potter book but i haven't finished all of them really i've read all i've read all of them wow so, did i ask i'm an expert here uh, <laughs> uh no but the listener did um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so I mean, this is technically me reading the Harry Potter books for the first time. And you know oh what? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like it better this way, because the thing that didn't really get me through the first Harry Potter book was that it wasn't Christian enough. So without further ado, we're I'm just gonna get started. Once, oh god. Once upon a I'm just wondering, I wonder how word for word it is. I'm gonna grab my Harry Potter book. <laughs> All right, well, Morgan has left the frame to get her Harry Potter book, so now it's just me, and she's back. Whew. I'm I back. I just want to see if it's seconds of dead air there. That was, that was scary. Oh, no, it doesn't start the same. Okay, uh, that was a waste. Sorry, I wanted to see if she had, like, basically copied it and, you know, did some good old plagiarism. Ah, uh, that's all right. Okay, once upon a time, there was a little boy named Harry Potter who lived under the stairs in a house on Privet Drive with his aunt and uncle. He was a good, obedient boy who did all his chores, but he felt that there was something missing in his life, something big and special, but he could not quite name it. He stayed up every night and wished for this special something, but then one day, there was a knock on his door and everything changed. Answer the door, Harry, his aunt, 
uh, his Aunt Petunia, a career woman, barked from her armchair where she sat her feet up. She had short, curly blonde hair and never wore any makeup. Uncle Vernon nodded sheepishly from the kitchen and put a tray of moist, chocolatey brownies in the oven. Shouldn't you be doing that, Harry thought, but he was a very obedient young boy, so he answered the door right away. He turned the brass middle doorknob and pulled the open uh, pulled open the heavy wooden door. On the porch was standing a huge muscular man with a big manly beard, and he was dressed in a plaid red <laughs> a plaid red shirt, blue jeans, and sturdy leather boots. His chest was covered in a thick, unruly carpet of coarse brown hair. He wore a necklace that looked um that looked to Harry like a lowercase T. Just looking at Harry uh just looking at Harry felt happy. This grammar is not good. Um felt happy, peaceful somehow, but he couldn't quite say why. Good morning, kiddo, the man greeted uh uh greeted and smiled at Harry. He had the peaceful, friendly sort of face that you just knew you could trust. My name is Hagrid. Could I speak to your mommy and daddy? I don't have a mommy or daddy, Harry replied sadly, and looked at his raggedy old shoes that were blue. Perhaps that was why he felt so lonely. He thought, not for the first time, maybe that there was something, uh, maybe that there, oh my gosh, this writing is so bad. <laughs> maybe that he was missing a mommy or daddy, but no, that was not quite right. I am so sorry to hear that, Hagrid uttered empathetically. You can speak to my auntie and uncle, Harry replied politely, and blinked his big blue childlike eyes what do you want aunt petunia peered out from the door with her narrow suspicious eyes as she was wearing a baggy unflattering pantsuit hello neighbor i was wondering if you've been Clinton. <laughs> got him oh <laughs> uh, harry lives with liberals get him out of there <laughs> free my uh, boy <laughs> Uh, neighbor, I'm wondering if you've been saved, Hagrid exclaimed brightly and tipped his wide-brimmed straw cowboy hat. Aunt Petunia laughed a gravely laugh and leaned forward on her sturdy practical boots. Saved? Don't tell me you're one of those Christians. Harry did not know what that word meant, but Hagrid's smile was the most peaceful smile he had ever seen. It made Harry feel warm and happy inside, just like... Uh, just seeing the glowing, radiant grin on the kind stranger's face. He wondered why Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon did not smile like that. Yes, I am, Hagrid replied kindly. Are you? Aunt Petunia laughed again and struck her pointy, sharp nose up in the air. We are too smart for that. Haven't you read Dawkins? God is dead. Dawkins, <laughs> Dawkins proved that. Would you like us to educate you on Dawkins? What is a Christian? Uh, Harry... Uh, asked innocently and scruffed his shoe on the shaggy yellow carpet, which had not been vacuumed in quite some time. Christians Jesus, are people live in a shitty house. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christians are people who want to be good. Hagrid explained wisely and crouched down so he was eye level with Harry. We want to go to heaven after we die. Do you know what heaven is, Harry? Harry shook his head and his big eyes were wide and curious. Heaven is a beautiful place where we can be with God. Aunt Petunia smacked her hands over Harry's young ears, and her voice was sickly sweet when she said, Thank you very much for your concern, sir, but we, um, but he does not need your religion. He has science and socialism and birthdays. Haven't you heard of evolution? I have a very good textbook on evolution that I could give you on it if you would like to learn things. Oh my god, Haggard laughed wisely. Evolution is a fairy tale. You don't really believe that, do you? Yes, I do, Aunt Petunia screeched. Then prove it. Aunt Petunia could only stare at him, and her big mouth hung open dumbly. 
Here, she thought that she was so educated and always demanded that Christians prove what they believed in, but she couldn't even prove her own religion. Uh, it was then that Harry knew that he, uh, who the smart one here was. Tell me how to get to this heaven place, Harry cried wistfully, clasping his hands together. Sometimes the, wi- uh, sometimes the wisdom of little ones is really amazing. We think um, we think we grown-ups know it all, but then God speaks through the mouths of little ones and shows us that we are all mortals struggling with the same path of life, humility. All you have to do is be saved. Would you, do you want to be saved? I do, I do, Harry squealed, jumping up and down. Then prayed the sinner's prayer. Aunt Petunia tried to stop him, but she was powerless against Harry's pure, innocent, holy energy. Soon, Harry had said the prayer. Hagrid beamed happily. You're a Christian, sorry, you're a Christian now, Harry. You're a Christian, Harry. Hagrid cried proudly. He said the line, he said the line. <laughs> uh, Harry smiled and then interrogated. But how do I be a Christian? How do I be a Christian? I do I do not know how. Hagrid grinned widely. There is one place to learn that. Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. Author's note. So, what do you think? I may not be a professional writer, but I think I've been given the talent to pull off the, ser- the service of a greater mission. Blessings, Grace Anne. <laughs> wow, uh, that was a lot to take in. Um... I, I I really like the subtle like uh, I always love in these types of things where there it'll be like the the man is baking or something and it's always like mm. that's so progressive yeah it's like uh yeah but no then Harry's like uh shouldn't uh uh shouldn't the woman be doing this I think he meant answering the door oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I thought they were subtly being like. Look how messed up his place is. It a uh, man cooks. A man cooking? God, not in my kitchen. I like to baby all my. Oh, men. you mean his kitchen? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. Also, Nelson, is it okay if I speak again? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. By all means. <laughs> I love the evolution thing, where it's just like literally watch any documentary where evolution <laughs> has been proved, and like look at all the scientific fact. Like I don't understand the ignorance. I'm just gonna go on a rant about this. I need to stop. But like, there's just so much ignorance that just gets blocked with all like mm-hmm. literal like scientific like you know things about vaccines not causing autism like it's literally scientifically proven and they just stick to these like small things where it's like but what about this one small study amidst <laughs> these 340 that deny this huh? yeah no it was it was a pretty funny argument because it's just like uh oh well prove it oh well i can't off the top of my head haha i have won this debate <laughs> and just the way that hagrid is getting described in this is just like I was thinking uh, uh, village people. He sounds like a like a village people character. That's, That's what he smart. sounded like to me. <laughs> well, it, did you notice how every single time Hagrid spoke, it was like he smiled, he looked kind, he beamed, he grinned. Like he had like that every single I'm, time. I'm feeling kind of seduced. And like Aunt Petunia not wanting her nephew to mm-hmm. go with a stranger into this religion that he literally just learned about. I don't think she's the bad guy here like i don't understand that yeah like, it's it's kind of funny how she's made to be the person that you're supposed to you know be rooting against or whatever but i was like 
I still identify with pretty much everything she's saying and doing. Oh, like she comes I'm, across as pretty rational. No, I'm totally down for if like a like a kid is in, like interested. Like hypothetically, if I ever had a kid and they were interested in a religion, I wouldn't stop them from wanting to learn about that religion because that's not fair. But you know, she's yeah, like, I showed up in your house. But yeah, like she wants this random guy to leave and like, you know, and he's taking her nephew to this random school. No liberals. Mm. Well, that part, I mean, that that's kind of nice. Yeah. Okay. Should we get into chapter two? Also, there's a total of 14 chapters. This has 13,415 um, words and it has... 14,269 reviews. It has more wow. reviews than it has words. And that I was looking crazy. I was looking through some of them this morning and they are from like hours ago. Like people are reading this wow. right now. That's mm-hmm. nuts. So yeah. What okay. Impact, uh, she's made. Good okay. for you, Grace, Should I read another chapter? Yes. Okay. Author's note. Hello, friends. I've been getting so many lovely, thankful messages from mommies everywhere, and I just want to say thank you for all your encouragement. However, I've also been getting several messages saying that my story is bad because Harry Potter is not about is not just about witches. It is also about friendship, kindness, and bravery. Friends, this is exactly what I've been saying. Harry Potter has many good things about it, but it is still has witchcraft, so my children cannot read it. But that is why I am writing this, so they can have all the adventure and good morals of the Harry Potter books without all the bad stuff that is bogging it down. I mean, Matthew's 3.12, am I right? God, amen. (laughs) Matthew 3.12, love, that's probably one of my favorite. Hey, we should call this Matthew's 3 episode 12. Hey! And also, no, we shouldn't. Uh, so without further ado, on to chapter two. Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles, Harry uh, Harry queried and clasped his hands. Just at hearing the name, he felt such inner sense of peace. He wanted to have more of that peace, and he wanted to learn how to be a good Christian. He was starting to think that the peace of being a good Christian were in fact the same thing. I want to go there. Hagrid beamed widely. He had been praying so hard to save a soul today, and he was happy to have saved a soul of such a sweet, earnest little one, the poor boy being raised by two parents who were not Christian and who both went to work and left him with a babysitter all day long. What about school? It was a good thing Hagrid had been there in time. Five years down the road, Harry might have been fornicating, drug-addicted evolutionist. Yeah, he might have been cool. <laughs> Wouldn't want that. I'm going to make fornicating drug-addicted evolutionist my Instagram bio. <laughs> Don't be silly, Harry, Aunt Petunia commanded and wrung her long, bony hands. Come inside. I will read to you about evolution and the Dawkins. You will not need that silly religion. Harry scrunched up his innocent little face and thought very hard. Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon were as close to parents as he had, but this... Um, and this was the only home he knew. Could he really leave? But he was saved now. He had prayed, uh, prayed the sinner's prayer. Um, he could not stay here, not anymore, not with what he knew. Suddenly, he knew what he had to do. No, Aunt Petunia, he uttered calmly with childlike wisdom. Evolution is not real. I am going to Hogwarts. <laughs> no, no, Harry, Aunt Petunia screeched desperately. I have an idea. You can have a second birthday today. You like birthdays, right? Birthdays are not of God, Harry verbalized knowingly and looked to his aunt with an innocent wisdom. You tried to corrupt me, but it did not work. But I forgive you, Aunt Petunia. Because of Luke 
2334. How does he already know this when he just He's learned a quick about quick learner? What a king. Hagrid was amazed once again with the wisdom well, of little ones. He did well, not. There's only actually there's only one king, Morgan. That's true. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, as you should. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say a quick prayer, uh, prayer just and apologize to God. One second. Okay, I feel better. Um, Hagrid was amazed once again at the wisdom of the little ones. He did not know if he could forgive someone who had hurt him as much as this woman had hurt little Harry. Deny him the truth? Who could be so cruel? But Harry did not even think twice. He just forgave just like that. Truly, Hagrid gained a new understanding of Matthew 19.14 that day. Oh, God. (laughs) Do not leave, Harry, Dudley wailed childishly. I must, Harry said, and stepped over the threshold. Goodbye, Dursleys. I hope you are saved too one day. And with that, he and Hagrid began to walk down uh, Private Drive. Um, How will we get to the school, Hagrid? Harry queried curiously. We will pray, Hagrid retorted knowledgeably. How do we do that? Harry solicited inquisitively oh my god cued uh queried curiously retorted knowledgeably solicited inquisitively she just grabs a thesaurus what a queen i was just gonna say i love grace ann (laughs) watch hagrid said and then he got down on his knees on the road he motioned for harry to get down on his knees too Hagrid raised his hands to the heavens and cried out in a deep, thunderous voice, Dear Lord, take us to Hogwarts. Harry felt himself uh, being whisked away, and in a moment he was sitting in a cool, damp grass outside a humongous, beautiful castle. He looked in awe at the tall towers and the grey stones. What a beautiful place. A tall, thin man with a long, pointed beard and big wire spectacles in front of Harry. He was wearing a brown tweed suit with a nice matching hat. His shoes were made of leather and polished until they shone. Um, He had a smile much like Hagrid's smile, so peaceful. Harry just knew he could trust him. A lovely, kindly young woman with flowing blonde hair and a pleasant heart-shaped face stood beside this holy man. Hello there, little one, the man greeted uh, amicably. I am Reverend Albus Dumbledore, and this is my wife, Minerva. Welcome to Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. Author's note. Blessings. (laughs) I like how it's like, she probably knew too. She's like... Yeah, he's getting a wife in this one. We're just going to nip that right in the butt. <laughs> also, every description of a character is like a description you use. Like, he looked so nice and he just seemed so before. Yeah. Like, and then he like, and then he killed me. And then he. Yeah, literally. Like, that's, that's how you describe. That's the, the descriptions are like when when they're interviewing John Wayne Gacy's neighbor. It's like, yeah, he was a nice guy. He had a, a smile that you, made you trust him. And then. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I have to say, I think. This is my favorite fanfic that we've read so far. Yeah, me too. This is a this, this is, is great. This is fantastic. This one I want to read the full one of because this one is so crazy. This was written in 2014. Um uh and it was it finished also in 2014. Uh and the it is by Proud Housewife. <laughs> so you know what you're getting. Uh, this is like um uh this is like um 
Like if my immortals on one end of the spectrum, this Literally. is like on the other end of the spectrum of Harry Potter. This is probably the polar opposite. I would love a crossover Literally. between the two. That would be amazing. Um, can you imagine? This is the prep version of my immortal. Perfect episode title. We read prep my immortal. Prep my immortal. See, we're uh, giving the prep the representation. We've been called anti-prep in the past, which I won't deny, but we're giving them a voice now. Preps are you what? Are having a voice on our program. I might have a prep conversion. <laughs> no, oh, be careful. <laughs> Just kidding, dude. Alphas only. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at a review right now, and this was written five hours ago. This is about chapter 13, but it basically applies to the whole story. I have a few things to say. First off, Dumbledore is gay, as confirmed by J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Second, you rewrote this without having any of the things that make Harry Potter wonderful in itself. Harry and his friends overcome countless obstacles and challenges together. Hermione is strong, smart, and brave. You've taken from you've taken from her character all the things that made her Hermione. Now she knows her place. Now she is simply a scared little girl that cries after seeing a newspaper. You've also made Harry into a Mary Sue of sorts. He has no flaws, and poor McGonagall, she's become a screaming, fainting housewife. And I've got nothing against housewives, but that just isn't who she is. She's a practical, sensible, and wise. I am a Christian. I believe in the Lord, but I also think it's okay for a woman to be strong. It is okay for a girl to be smart. It is okay for a woman to have a career. Go off, queen. <laughs> um. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> someone um, eighteen hours ago, someone said this was scary. I will go back to my blood and gore. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh, it is. Um, oh, my God, I'm sorry. There are oh. so many good reviews. This was a wonderful story, but are the mentions of the chest hair necessary? I'm <laughs> concerned that that might not be child appropriate. Oh, my God. Gosh. Okay, should I read another chapter? Absolutely. This okay. is fantastic. This is so good. I really this like this. This blows all the other ones just out of the water. Well, this one is good because it's serious. Like that, like mm -hmm. they meant, like this is not like a troll fic. And that's the best part. Because some of the other ones, it's questionable. Like My Immortal, we don't know if that's real or uh, fake. We don't know if that person was purposely making My Immortal that bad. But, oh boy. This was also written with uh, like an express purpose. With an mm -hmm. agenda. Which is what makes it um, so uh, interesting. Nothing is That's more dangerous a... than a woman with an agenda. All <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank God the 2016 election went the way it did or we'd uh. be in bad shape. <laughs> Okay, authors note. Hello, friends. I have struggled a lot about whether or not to keep writing with this, uh, keep going with the story. But with a lot of praying, my husband and I have decided it is the right thing to do. We want our little ones to have a good Christian uh, have good Christian literature to read. But this is modern. This is the modern world. Sometimes that can be hard to come by. So I will just have to make do. Oh my god. Okay, pleased to meet you, Reverend Dumbledore, Harry replied enthusiastically and got on his feet. This is sure a beautiful place you have here. The Reverend beamed. Why, thank you, little one. His voice had a distinctive southern twang, and it made Harry feel so safe and welcome. He knew that in that moment that the Reverend was a man of God. This poor little one was being raised in a terrible situation, Haggard declared concerningly he was being he was watched by a babysitter every second of the day his aunt saw him as a part of her perfect life package 
like the big house, fancy career, the speedy car. Dumbledore shook his head sadly. Too bad no one told her parenting should be about the children, not the parents. That is why it is called parenting. Hagrid nodded. Mm, I don't think that makes sense. Hagrid nodded. <laughs> <laughs> uh should be mm, yeah whatever Hagrid nodded wisely Dumbledore turned to Harry and announced authoritatively now you can start your classes tomorrow morning today you can get settled into your dormitory but first why don't you eat dinner with my family and me really Harry gasped excitedly I've never had a family dinner before why don't you come with us then Harry cried or Dumbledore cried kindly and then got down on his knees everyone else did the same raising his large massive manly hands up to the heavens Dumbledore bellowed in a voice even louder than Hagrid's had been Lord please take us to the kitchen <laughs> suddenly all uh, they all found themselves in a tasteful decorated kitchen wow Harry shouted in awe this was he was still getting used to the power of prayer. Sometimes we take wonderful things the Lord gives us for granted, and it takes a newcomer to fold a, uh, to fold for us to understand just how blessed that we are. That was amazing. I'm going to stop. I have a question. <laughs> when she's reading this to her kids, do you think that she's telling them that this is Harry Potter? <laughs> Like, do you think that she's like, Harry Potter was bad, so I'm letting you read this one. Or I'm I'm going to read you this one instead. And then do you think that sometimes since she wrote this, like, for her kids, she's like, hey, isn't this chapter wrote, like, really well? Do you guys like this writing? It's, like, really <laughs> yeah, good, Yeah, right? she, like, she baits them. But then also think of it another way where her kids do think this is Harry Potter. And then when they get to like high school and then they, you know, start forming their own opinions, hopefully. And then they're able to like find out things and they find actual Harry Potter. They're like, what the fuck? My mom wrote some <laughs> BS fan fiction that made Harry Potter Christian and got rid of all the cool shit in it. Like also, if you want your kids to read a, a, a thing with Christian morals, just give them twilight. Literally it <laughs> is in Mormonism. We talked yeah, about dude. that. A lot. I I analyzed that book for a feminist gender class, and everyone's like, "This book is stupid," and I'm like, "I kind of like it." My my friend DM'd me the other day. She's like, "I was rewatching Twilight, and I was reading about Stephanie Meyer, and God damn it, she put I was watching Mormon propaganda this whole time." Yeah, there's my one of my favorite lines of dialogue from Twilight is Bella getting dressed and this is I think when her and Edward are like kind of dating and it's in the first Twilight book and she puts on a long and this is described a long khaki colored skirt and she's like it's still casual um and then Edward calls her indecent (laughs) Bella's you know that feeling when your woman comes down in a long khaki colored (laughs) skirt oh not not leaving the house dressed like that nope anyway back to enough twilight yes. banter back to uh, sorry i love twilight i'm so excited for midnight sun oh man um oh boy oh boy okay please take it to the kitchen suddenly decorate kitchen in awe that was amazing hagrid smiled knowingly god is an amazing guy he sure is the reverend's wife chuckled before getting <laughs> down on her knees and raising her own hands upwards dear lord please set the table with the sky blue cloth and the sunday dishes and please give us biscuits fried golden golden 
Give us biscuits, fried golden brown and gravy, creamy mashed potatoes, my great aunt Eleanor's corn casserole, corn on the cob slathered with butter, and for dessert, some chocolate raspberry cookies. Man, you know this is fiction because God actually shows up and does something. Oops. (laughs) All these things appeared on the table exactly as the reverend's wife had asked for them, masterfully prepared and delicious smelling. Harry's mouth dropped open. This woman was a real Proverbs 31 wife. Ugh. Oh. That's the dream. I try every oh, day Eddie. to be a Proverbs 31 wife, but I can't. Hermione, the reverend summoned loudly, dinner time. Immediately, with a cheerful obedience, an 11-year-old girl with a pretty pink dress and a matching bow came running down the stairs. She ran over to her father and gave him a winning smile that daughters have. Welcome home, Daddy. She welcome home, Daddy. She smiled no, and then no, turned to his wife. <laughs> and then turned to his wife. Can I help at all with dinner, mommy? It is all prepared, thanks to God. Um uh, her mother reported gracefully. Hermione nodded knowingly. Hermione, I would like you to meet Harry Potter, our newest student at Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. Dumbledore introduced um m- Mag. Magneto? Whatever. Magneto? No, mostly. I have no idea what that word means, so people are cringing at that. Nope. Uh, Harry, I would like you to meet Hermione Granger, my beloved daughter. Why do they have different last names? Wattle! Wedlock. Um, please... <laughs> Pleased to meet you, Hermione responded sweetly with a shy grin. Harry could barely respond. This was the most beautiful young woman. Oh, no. This is the most beautiful young woman he had ever come across. So different from all the girls in public school who were focused on trying to be be like the career woman they saw on Sex in the City. These are 11-year-old kids watching Sex in the City. <laughs> me when I was 11, honestly. And now look at me. Unemployed. I'd rather not. <laughs> This uh, this little one was the picture of innocence and godliness. Now, Dumbledore pronounced, um, let's eat. As the holy men, women, and little ones into the delicious manna the Lord had granted them with, the conversation amongst the adults turned to darker topics. Harry listened intently, and he did not understand it, but he was very interested. Dark days are coming, Hagrid pronounced gravely with a mouthful of casserole. Evil sources are coming into this world, and the little ones at Hogwarts may be our last resort. Psalm 127.5, Dumbledore referenced solemnly, and the other ones around the table nodded knowingly. Hogwarts might be the last hope for the forces of good in this world. Author's note, blessings. Thoughts? Uh, I'm just, I'm worried. I hope Harry watches the thoughts he has about... uh... Hermione here, you know, he's got to be careful. The last thing Harry would do is sin. Come on. Oh, hey, you never know, man. I uh, do know. Harry's a man of God. Come on. Nelson, you're better well, than this. Don't doubt my boy. You know, uh, look at the Garden of Eden, right? Everything was going fine. And then someone mucked it up. I bet, Adam, I bet Adam ate the <laughs> apple and blamed it on Eve. Oh, classic, classic. <laughs> <laughs> And who are they going to believe? A woman? <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. What fun. What fun. This is, um, 
This is I really, gonna, really like reading uh, this. It's I'm so- gonna add a disclaimer in the uh the description for this, you know, grab a Bible and read along. Look up all the I've been looking up these proverbs and stuff. I'm I'm learning a I lot. know I know that our friends or whoever listens to this that knows us knows that we're kidding, but I'm gonna make mm-hmm. it so clear right now for when this podcast is obviously huge. Mm-hmm. And we are joking. It is yeah, fine. It's just, a, just, just a prank. It's we're just, just doing a little, some jokes here. Joke. You know, you know? This, this is probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever read. But you know, yeah. it's, uh, two two people were two people uh, making fun of a Harry Potter podcast yeah. over. Nope. Oh, a little bit of technical difficulties. One moment. Oh, there we go. Now we're back. I was just saying, uh, two people uh, making fun of a Harry Potter. Uh, fan fiction over podcast over a podcast it's not going to bring down the catholic church folks just try to have a little fun you know what i'm saying <laughs> hmm. what if it did though nelson we we could be the oh, blueprint yeah. <laughs> all it takes is one question <laughs> okay should we do one more chapter yes absolutely i want to see what happens next okay author's note hello friends i apologize for being gone for so long um one of my little ones came down with a, came down with pneumonia so of course my life has been nothing but doctor's appointment and chicken soup and that's all on top of the other work a mommy has to do i had nearly forgotten about this little story of mine when i sat down to catch up on my email and lo and behold there were tons of messages from this lovely site now of course there are some hateful messages that make me very sad but for every review posted by an evolutionist with a bee in his bonnet, there were three lovely private messages from other mommies out there thanking me for doing the Lord's work. Wow, I know when the Lord is telling me something. So here is another chapter for all you mommies out there and all you non-believers spreading hatred. Well, let's see if you are if you aren't converted by the time the story's over. Nelson. Yeah, let's see. You know, I want her to walk me back. You know. <laughs> Do you think I should, do you think if I get converted by the end of this fanfic, I should reach out to that guy that dumped me for being an atheist and be like, (laughs) (laughs) you'll never believe it. Oh, I think this is, this would be more likely to make, have me read this and go, ugh, yuck. No, thank you. (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, story's over. When the delicious filling dinner had ended, Harry wiped some last tasty cookie crumbs from the sides of his mouth. He he was very full and very tired. Discovering the truth, being saved, and coming to Hogwarts had certainly been a long day for this little one. You look like you you could use a good night's sleep, the reverend's wife commented daintily. How would you like to move into your dormitory? I would love to, Harry cried cheerfully. He was so excited to become a student here, and he was so grateful for the opportunities the Lord had given him. Sometimes people who have done without have done without are the most great grateful. Hermione, why don't you show our newest student to the dormitory? Dumbledore suggested wisely. I'd love to, Daddy. Uh, Hermione replied obediently with an instant girlish smile and got to her feet, smoothed out the skirt of her becoming pink frock. Should I clean the kitchen first? I'll take care of that tonight, the reverend's wife answered indulgently. She was already beginning to clear the elegant porcelain dishes. If God can set up all of these plates, why can't God take them all away? Because then what would you do? (laughs) Yeah. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. <laughs> the Lord giveth and you cleaneth up. Yeah. I mean, he can't even help. Come on, like yesterday. 
Okay. Um, thank you, mommy. Hermione shouted great, uh, gratefully, and she was, and she walked over to Harry. Would you? Please come with me. Harry blushed shyly and got to his feet. His aunt had never taught him how to talk to pretty girls. She always said that pretty girls were shallow and not very smart, and that a real woman put her career first and didn't care about her looks. But it only took one look at this godly young woman to realize how wrong that woman was. A woman taking pride in her appearance was honoring the Lord, because after all, the Lord... It is the Lord who gave her a pretty face and nice hair. Taking care of that is important. Harry got the feeling that Hermione was beautiful on the inside as beautiful on the inside as she was on the outside. This makes me literally want to puke. Yeah, the fact that, gross. If I'm <laughs> being real, the fact this is being read to kids just makes me like, ugh. ugh hate that. Um, the two little ones stepped outside in the brisk, chilly night for a few minutes, and they were both silent. Harry did not think it was possible for this sweet, demure girl to be as nervous as he was, but going by the silence, perhaps she was a little nervous herself. After a few minutes, Hermione welcomed Shyly. Welcome to Hogwarts. This is a wonderful place, and we are we are really glad to have you here. Harry's face reddened as they crossed an expansive flowery field. They were going in the direction of a cluster of imposing stone, academic-looking buildings. Thank you, he muttered happily. It is beautiful, and it feels very holy. It is, Hermione commented enthusiastically, and her chocolate-colored, carefully curled tresses uh, were bouncing along with her steps. My father is a very godly man, and to spread the world, uh, spread the word of the Lord in his great uh, is his greatest dream. Sorry, truly, that is a noble dream. Harry responded gravely, with wisdom beyond his, uh, his few years. They walked for a few more minutes in silence. Eventually, they reached the end of a lovely green meadow. The boys' dormitory is this way, Hermione. Um, Hermione said knowingly, and with the innocent, casual affection so often found in children, she grabbed Harry's hand as she led him um, around the edifice of classrooms. Harry was so nervous he could not think of anything to say. His brain fumbled for the perfect Christian thing to say, but before he could even say a word, Hermione came to stop in front of a tall stone tower. This is the boys' dormitory, the devout young woman explained kindly, and she gestured to the heavy oak door beside them. I would show you inside, but I would hate to cause a scandal. I understand, Harry declared graciously. Too many young men these days pressure young women into things undesired and forbidden. It is the mark of a true old-fashioned gentleman to respect the fact that every young woman is another man's future wife. Eee! God, it, and- was, it was like he started off right, and then just went off in the wrong direction every woman is another man's future property yeah it's pretty funny how how it's like uh fellas you know don't pressure her to do anything she wants not not for her sake for out of courtesy husband yeah for her future husband obviously (laughs) um And we all know that it would be very dreadful sin um, to bring another man's wife into intimacy. Why does modern culture suddenly... I think that this author is adding more inappropriate things than J.K. Rowling actually did. Like, J.K. Rowling, I think, never mentioned sexual intercourse. Like, there was, like, some kissing in, like, later books when they were older, but never in the Mm -hmm. younger book, like, when they were 11. Anyways, um, that's what I'm going to say. Hot take. Uh, <laughs> dreadful, terrible sin to bring another man's wife into intimacy. Why does modern culture suddenly treat that it is okay simply because he does not have her yet? Man's laws may permit it, but the laws of the Lord are not bound by time. Hermione moved to push open the imposing large door, but she struggled with the knob. It was quite. It was a quite. It was. Qu- 
it was quite a heavy door. But Harry was a good, devout Christian now. He would not have a young, godly girl struggling to opening a, open a door when he was perfectly capable of opening it himself. My gentleman. Um, <laughs> with the simple faith so often seen in little ones, Harry got down on his knees and lifted his hands skyward and shouted a prayerfully dear lord please open these doors and allow me to enter my new home with a loud thunderous boom that echoed throughout the expansive beautiful campus the doors crashed open harry stood up and hermione's jaw dropped now she knew for certain that he was truly a man of the lord harry was about to step inside but hermione grabbed his arm he blushed once more wait harry hermione uttered quickly there's something you should know what is it harry queried questionably why does she have to do this she's making all these alliterations and it makes it sound like i can't read queried question questioningly <sighs> i want to die um my father says that dark times are coming hermione spoke worriedly there is a man named voldemort who wants to destroy all that we stand for he is pushing the agenda in congress which will stop us from practicing our faith freely Ugh. um <sighs> People who are strong Christian and Republicans want to be oppressed yeah. so badly. It's, that would really suck if there were laws putting and being put in place to take your rights away. God, can you imagine? That'd be crazy. Um, but um, but that is what our founding fathers um built this nation for. Harry cried, um, the freedom of religion. Baltimore doesn't care. Hermione remarked sadly. And she shook head, and he is gaining power. The freedom of Christians to practice our faith is disappearing by the day. Soon it will be like it was in Rome. Lovely lady-like tears began to roll down her delicate, terrified face. And I don't like lions. It will be all right, Harry reassured manfully. I don't like lions. <laughs> Harry reassured manfully. Ooh. We will just need to pray really, really hard. And that's why we're here after all. You're so brave, Hermione pronounced admiredly. And she wiped the tears from her eyes. She flung her arms around Harry's neck. Thank you for giving me courage. Harry patted her back before departing and entering his new home. It wasn't until the doors had closed that he finally realized that he did not know where he was supposed to sleep. The tower consisted of old stone staircase winding up the steep sacred uh, walls. And there were doors leading into each bedroom off of the stairway corridor. Harry felt lost for a moment, but a quick prayer showed him his way. As he collapsed into bed, very tired from such an eventful day, he thought about the days that were coming. It was truly a good thing that the Lord had called him when he did. And that is the end of chapter four. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, I, what a doozy. I love this one. Oh, this this is, is fantastic. Oh my god. I just I want to know what happens next. But Me too. But just, we have to we have to stop sometime. Exactly. 100%. But there are 14 chapters and I want to read this whole thing cuz I want to get converted. Me too. So that was how many chapters did we do? 4? That was 4. 4. Wow. Wow. 10 more chapters of that. <sighs> I don't want it to end. Moly. I wanted to do the whole series. Yeah, that was, we're definitely going to be uh, continuing on this one. I think this is, uh, I hope the listeners will forgive us for putting the other series on hold, but I think this truly is the, uh, this is like the best thing I've, 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 I've heard in a long, long while. This is like, I think you were comparing this, the opposite side of the spectrum of my immortal is literally the perfect way. Cause it's like 
my immortal is so good because it's so mm-hmm. stupid and this is so good because it's so stupid but also relevant more to yeah. modern day yeah like you know my immortal was just so ridiculous because like the bands are the only thing that we could really you know relate mm-hmm. to but like there are people that genuinely think like this and there are people that obviously have their opinions on harry potter because there aren't more important things to get riled up about yeah that's really funny that harry potter is such a i bet such I a bet, point of contention it seems i bet grace ann is the type of woman that yells at supermarket workers right now for making her put on a mask for the health yeah. of everyone <laughs> that is what grace ann is up to right now if you guys are yeah, wondering i can guarantee you that that's true Okay, well, that was episode 12 of What the Hell Am I Reading? We don't check, we don't check our episode numbers anymore. We're professionals. Blue Apron, hit us up, please. (laughs) You know, it'd be great. I hear Barstool pays a lot of people a lot of money for their podcast at Barstool. Please, I'd love to be surrounded by frat bros. I would, I think we would, I think we would, there'd be a lot of overlap in our audiences with uh, with Barstool. People get paid 500k for a year of podcasting at bar school. Is that not insane? Wow, get that bread, dude. Get that cheese. I would but like how many of them make fun of things written by nine year olds? Or hey, I think this she's is probably a the, oldest, woman. the oldest author we've ever by <laughs> probably like 30 years. The oldest no low person. blows this week, baby. No <laughs> low blows. Yeah, all right. Well, that was uh great. Um great to read something that was written by someone older than uh me for once um, but she still has more success than us right now mm-hmm. very true very true all right well that'll do it for episode 12 uh hope you all enjoyed remember to hit us up on instagram at wth read pod uh, if you have any more suggestions feedback or you just want to say hi uh and give and, us a review uh, on apple please it really yes, helps us out as i always say we love those good reviews we do uh, all right everyone blessings. Uh, have, a, have a blessed day blessings good night everybody <laughs>